Welcome to the Anvil Podcast from Church's Bookshop. That's Andrew. That's Linda. And that's Georgia. Today we're going to be reviewing this book from Over the Edge by John Grogan. Um, it's a little book published by Saxony Press, all about depression and how to cope with it as a Christian, it's from a very Christian point of view. Um, it's an interesting book because it's not really a testimony or a medical book, it's sort of just his musings on his own journey with mental health and things that helped him. If you do want to read a medical book on depression from a more Christian perspective, the one he recommends is Depressive Illness, The Curse of the Strong by Dr. Tim Cantifer, which is published by SPCK Publishing. So um, this really follows on from last week's episode talking about uh, mental health, kind of obviously. So Linda, um, just start, what, what are your initial thoughts of this book? Okay, so initial thoughts, I really wasn't going to like it. I just, yeah. Other than, I, I actually kind of like the colours on the cover. I thought that was, that was yeah. quite pretty. Cover design, five out of five. Yeah, perfect. but you're not really meant to judge a book by that, apparently. <laughs> so, um, I like the title, From Over the Edge. Not so keen on the tagline, A Christian's Guide to Surviving Breakdown and Depression. And then I saw that it was written by a lawyer and was like, oh... He's going to suddenly be an expert and he's going to be, oh, I've had a bit of an experience. So here is like all of my thoughts on it. Um, and the, I don't know, I just, I felt like this was going to be a really arrogant book of a kind of know-it-all. But, you know, as soon as I started reading it, I realized that just wasn't the case at all. Um, it wasn't written like a guidebook or an expert's point of view. It was very much a, an honest kind of, here are a few experiences I've had and here are some general lessons I've drawn from it. And I thought that he actually, for quite a thin book, he covered such a broad range of topics. And I wouldn't even say that it was it was superficially. I think that he kind of skimmed the surface of, a lot of topics that would really kind of start a conversation or start people mm. thinking about various issues around mental illness and, you know, different treatments available and different kind of lessons that we can draw from things. I mean, just at a glance, he covers personality predispositions towards depression and anxiety. He covers the idea of trust in God and and the way that kind of interacts with depression. He covers... Um, Topics like medication, mindfulness and therapies, all things that sometimes Christians might be a bit wary of or sceptical about or unsure of. And he does a really good job of kind of dispelling some of the big myths and just um, getting you to to think uh, about it and just kind of making some of these things seem a little bit less scary. So I was really quite pleasantly surprised by the book. Um, I think one of my initial thoughts, and it's a silly little thing really, but I really appreciate how slim a volume it is. And I think when you're in the middle of sort of a really bad bout of depression, you're not necessarily feeling up to reading a big volume with a lot of advice and a lot of really jam-packed information in there. And this is just, it's just an introductory guide really, but it allows you to start that, that sort of process of thinking about what might help you um, in a very accessible way. And then it's sort of, it's a realistic goal you could set yourself that you're going to read this book and get the help he's offering. Kind of similarly to what Linda was saying, I think it's a very, very accessible writing style he's got. It's kind of like he's having a conversation with you, just just talking about his experiences and being very honest about where he's been and where he still is, and just trying to sort of start a conversation on a lot of, like Linda says, really very diverse topics around depression from a Christian perspective. For me, I came across this book first um, several years ago when I was in the middle of a really bad uh, depressive slump. I was really not doing well. 
And it was a, a booksellers conference. Um, it was just on the table with all the books to look at as a, as a bookshop manager. And I saw it and I just thought, that looks great. And the the man from Saxby Press, and I'm really sorry these years later, I can't remember your name, said, you know, well, I'll take it with you then. So um, I took it and I read it. And this book has been such a blessing to me. For me, when I was in that hole, that it was. It was bite-sized chunks. It was not too deep. Because there is a place for depth. And if I want depth, there are loads of books I can go to. Um, we mentioned earlier, Depressed Illness, The Curse of the Strong. You know, definitely recommend if you want a bit more depth. If you want to something you can manage, I think this is great. And also, if you're not in that place, but if you're supporting someone, if you just want to know more about what depressive illness is really like, I really recommend this book. It touched on topics which, yeah, could be quite controversial to some Christians, but actually... He makes them entirely accessible, entirely explains his viewpoint on things like therapies and different therapies and medication and mindfulness. And he does it in such a way that you feel free to disagree with him. And I really appreciated that. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed just the wrong word. And I think actually he starts his book by saying, I, I, I don't think I want to wish you to enjoy the book. It's the wrong sentiment. Mm. Um, but it was definitely a, a really useful book. And I think it's a book that um, is going to going to make a real difference to a lot of people. Sort of moving on to go into a bit more depth onto the topic, that's our initial thoughts on it. Um, my sort of key takeaway from it is, unlike other books I've read on, on mental health, this is a real world book. It's gritty. Mm-hmm. It knows that things don't go according to a script in real life. Mm-hmm. So when he's looking at things like like meds and, and taking, taking medication, actually he talks about the fact that you're not always going to be on the right one straight away. And it's going to have to change it. It's not going to work for everybody, but you'll come and he, he gets the nuances of daily life. And when you're dealing with a mental illness, that's important because black and white thinking can very easily wind up with you in a much worse place. Yeah. So I think it, it really, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you, you guys found that. It, it spoke to real lived experience rather than a medical textbook. And you can read every medical textbook in the world. I don't think you get any better insight into depression than you will in this book yeah absolutely I think there's a really brilliant bit right at the beginning where he basically talks about how what he wants to do is kind of go on a journey with you um, um, a lot of the book is actually based on the journals he kept when he was in the middle of a really bad um, bout of depression so it really is kind of like you're journeying together with, with him through through both of your your struggles with depression and I think that is very much what it reads like is just a conversation with the author and a journey with the author more than a kind of instructive manual. Yeah, I think what really stood out to me was the just the appreciation for the diversity of people mm-hmm. who struggle with mental mm-hmm. illness. And like you mentioned with the meds, for instance, some work better for others mm-hmm. than than some and sometimes you have to trial and error and and, and the therapies and the mindfulness and all of the different things that he kind of touches on, there's definitely a recognition that there's no one-size-fits-all yeah. guide to surviving depression. Mm. There are quite a lot of things in this book that I really liked. I think it's a very kind of quotable book. There's a lot of really brilliant moments where I was like, yeah, that's absolutely the perfect thing to say, and you worded that so well. But one thing I really liked about it was how he's very, very positive, actually. He talks a lot about seeing your depression as an opportunity to, to fully rely on God in a way most people don't have to get a chance to because they've always got the ability to rely on themselves mm. and seeing it kind of as a training ground um, for the rest of your life 
but that's not to say he's very balanced he's sort of going that doesn't mean that we should romanticize depression or that we should view it as a good thing or a positive thing it's a really hard difficult thing and a messy thing but we can try and find a positive from it and we can trust that god is going to bring good out of it mm. there's this really um brilliant quote that he uses from um henry newen where he um was writing looking back on a major depressive episode he'd been through and he said what once seems such a curse has become a blessing all the agony that threatened to destroy my life now seems like a fertile ground for greater trust stronger hope and deeper love and i just thought that was really a really lo- lovely way of looking at it not that not that we can view depression as a positive but that we can be optimistic in the situation we're in mm. and i think i we talked a lot last um week about a lot of my more recent experience with mental illness has been about being a support system rather than actually suffering from it and i think i was surprised by how much this book spoke to me in that situation and made me feel a lot more optimistic about that situation i really appreciated just how the book began it dispelled all of my myths that i had before i started reading it Mm. and um i mentioned that i really liked the title um from over the edge i think it was something that i really related to because i've actually really struggled to find the right terminology to describe my experience because the words that you might have used in the past wouldn't be very PC anymore and it it was like I was coping and then I was not coping anymore and mm. it wasn't that I was a different person but my my predisposition in my personality had always been there but suddenly I was over the edge and mm-hmm. and he he shares kind of in the start of the book really about sort of how that happened to him and how he was doing okay and doing okay and then there's a the balance there's a tipping point and I, I found it really helpful just using that metaphor of being over the edge and um but actually how that can be on some level a good thing because it's it's once you're over the edge of the cliff um that you can start the climb again mm-hmm. um as opposed to just kind of just hanging on for dear life. Um, so I found that really helpful. Um, well, I already said a bit that I found it quite sort of encouraging in terms of, of there being a lot of hope and there being hope that... I think previously I thought when I felt about there being hope, I felt about there being hope that one day it would be over. And I think what I found in this was actually hope that something really positive would come from it and it would become a transformative experience. Um, and I sort of started thinking that I need to realign my thinking instead of thinking I've got to make sure our marriage survives this and that we, we survive this. I've actually got to make sure that our marriage gets stronger because of this mm. and that it, it brings us closer together as a couple and closer to God as a couple and that that's really possible and that if I can try and have an optimistic and kind of positive outlook on it, I, I can make it into a really positive experience. Not mm. that it's not a really hard experience, but mm. that what comes out of it can be good. Um, I think the other thing that I found surprisingly helpful was that a lot of it, even though I haven't suffered from depression for a long time, is very applicable to things that I do struggle with in my life. And um, for a long time I had a chronic illness called ME and a lot of the techniques and things he's talking about actually were techniques I used to find very helpful in, in coping with that. So I was surprised by how sort of applicable it was to situations outside of mental health, even though he was writing into a very specific situation. And there's this point where he's talking about the need to, to stop running away from what you're feeling and to just embrace, not really embrace the feelings, but to accept the feelings and to accept that this is the situation you're in 
um, and sort of pledge yourself to live with the pain until you can work through it rather than trying to ignore the pain and not dealing with it. Um, he talks about a parable from the Desert Fathers where they have to pledge themselves to the walls of the south that they're in and he talks about the need when you're depressed to actually pledge yourself to the hole that you find yourself in and pledge yourself to experiencing that hole and living through that hole rather than trying to ignore it. And I really think that that's actually very applicable to a lot of aspects of life, not just to mental health struggles, but to anything you're suffering with or trying to deal with, to be to be willing to face it head on and and experience the pain and suffering as part of the fullness of life, rather than trying to ignore and press down those those feelings that aren't always pleasant. I find very interesting and very useful. For me, I think it's his openness to all the different ways that you can be helped with depression yeah. we've talked about how he's diverse he's not thinking that his experience is the be all and end all yeah. but he doesn't it's not prescriptive but he's also not vague he gives sort of well this helped me and this i know helped someone else and this didn't help me but might help you it you still go away with lots of ideas you don't go away thinking well everything might or might not work yeah and it's very practical actually, it is and yeah. i found that helpful and particularly in the middle of that episode it gives you something to hold on to when you you know this is someone who's done it someone who's yeah. been there and I think his his um of his training as a lawyer, sort of using sort of the very um facts based and building up and persuading, it works. And I think um we should have more Christian books written by lawyers. Um, if you're a lawyer out there and you want to write a Christian book, please Shout do. <laughs> Shout out to lawyers. Um, never thought I'd say that on this podcast. But no, absolutely, I think it's it's gentle, but it's it's clear. And I think yeah. that yeah. Um, I. I can't praise this book enough because this genuinely helped pull me out from over the edge. Yeah. It did what it said on the cover, and very rarely you find a book that does that, mm. other than perhaps the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't say very much on the cover. No. It says the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> New international version. Or yeah. English standard That version. is a good point. So, um, sort of... I could go on. You c- I'm sure you could. To sort of start wrapping it up on this one, how do you rate this out of five stars? Hmm. Probably like a three... Are we allowed to give halves? Yeah. Okay, like a three and a half. Okay, yeah. And why? More on the it's good side yeah. than the I'm indifferent to it. Yeah. It's not like a book that's changed my life. Fair. Maybe if I'd read it when I was in the throes of my major yeah. depressive yeah. illness, mm. perhaps. It, it's that rare book, I think, that book that is helpful in the moment, not mm. after. A lot of books yeah. you need time. A lot of books on the question I would not read until yeah. I was feeling better. Yeah. And they'd prepare me for next time yeah. and help me recover then. But in the middle of it, I could read it. This, yeah. I think, is a book for the, although, for the moment. Although I have to say that, um, as George was mentioning before, about it being helpful in terms of some of the principles for recovery, yeah. the section that he has on self-care, I, I thought was could be really helpful to any Christian. Because yeah. I think this is something a lot of Christians struggle with. Because the idea that you're being selfish or mm. yeah. um, looking out for number one, uh, it seems to go so against what um, most of what Jesus is teaching about. Um, but I think it's just such an important thing to do. Yeah. And um, and he he really articulates that well in the book. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think from that point of view, it's mm. yeah that's helpful to everyone. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm a bit torn because. Like I said, in some ways I was surprised by how applicable it was to me. And in other ways, like you said, I think I would say it's a very, very specific book. It's yeah. the kind of book that, at the right time, would be hugely, hugely useful. Um, and outside of that time, not so much. So I think I'm going to say four out of five. Okay. 
Um, you kind of gave the explanation before, so I won't ask you why. <laughs> um, for me, I'm going to give this five out of five, and that is because I read it at the right time. Um, but I think the key to having to read it at the right time is to have it at the right time. I think mm. it's the kind of resource that should be out there. Um, I know as a, in the bookshop, this is a book that we try and keep in stock all the time now. And I think, yeah, if you're someone who's struggling with depression, prone to depression, or just wants to know more, mm. buy it now, read it now, and you can read mm. it again later. Yeah. But I think it's a book to have at the right time, and it, I think this book could be a lifesaver in those darkest moments. Mm. So, yeah. Equally, if you're not somebody who struggles with depression, but you have friends who are, buy it, hold on to it, give it to them at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. There's... And actually, if you're in that situation, it might be worth a read yourself because it does mm. help you to understand. It gives you mm. a bit of insight into what they're actually feeling and going through in mm. quite a gentle way, I think. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And so just to, to run off the, um, the book we've been reading is From Over the Edge by John Grogan, mm-hmm. published by Sacristy Press. It's eight ninety nine. Get it from your local Christian bookshop if you at all can. If you don't know where that is, look it up on Google Maps. Um, Christian bookshops stock lots of books like this. I'm understandably passionate about them. But wherever you are, find it. Ask your Christian bookshop to order it in if they don't have it. I'm sure they'll be able to. I think we all can say we definitely recommend this book. And um, the other book we mentioned today that is mm-hmm. also mentioned there is Depressive Illness, The Curse of Strong by Dr. Tim Cantover, published by SPCK. That one's 9.99. Again, get it from your local Christian bookshop. The people in there have all the, the knowledge and the, the background experience to be able to really help you find the books as well as these ones that will really help you. Mm. That's kind of about it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, That's Linda. That's Georgia. And that's Andrew. And we've been The Anvil, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.